today I want to talk about why people start working out. There's a real reason for it. And whether it's, oh, I just want to be a little bit healthier. I want to set a good example for my kids. or I need more energy at the root of all of it is people work out to gain confidence, whether it's to look better so they can attract a partner, whether it is to gain social status, whether it is to be noticed at work or in their career. People work out to look better, to feel better, and ultimately to become more confident. It's about feeling deserving of taking up space in the world. It's like we want to have the confidence to go out and kind of get what's ours, to carve out our own kingdom. And, you know, to be honest with you, confidence is it's the skeleton key for life. It's what allows us to boldly create the relationships that we need to get where we want to go, whether that's the romantic relationships or the business relationships or the friendships that will ultimately propel us forward. We can't create. We're not bold enough to go out and create those relationships when we don't have confidence. Confidence allows us to take risks so that we're not always stuck playing it safe. It allows us to follow the path of adventure in life. And ultimately, having confidence is what allows us to bet on ourselves time and time again, which is all most people want in this world is, man, I wish I had the balls to constantly bet on myself. However, with that, even though I think most people inherently know that, there's a misconception. I call it the when-then misconception. When I get to 8% body fat, then I'll be confident in the way that I look. You know, when I weigh a certain amount on the scale, I'll feel worthy of being seen, right? For, for guys, a lot of times it's about the body fat percentage. Oftentimes for women, it's about a number on the scale. Man, once I get back to my high school graduation weight or the way, the number I weighed on my wedding, then I'll feel worthy of being seen. Um, sometimes it's performance related. Like, man, when I, when I can bench press or deadlift a certain amount, then I'll feel like I belong in the gym, you know? So when I get this, then I'll have the feeling of confidence. And if the gym analogies don't necessarily, you know, connect for you, well, the same shit happens in other areas of life too. When I make X amount of dollars, then I'll know that I've arrived. You know what I mean? Oh man, once, once I hit a hundred K, I will feel like the man, you know? Um, it's like whenever I get into the certain size house, oh man, dude, once I hit that five bedroom house in this neighborhood, then I won't feel like such a failure anymore. Or, you know, even like, hey, once I can upgrade my car and I'm not driving this shit box around anymore, then I can be proud of what I've done. The misconception is that achieving the end result is what produces the confidence. That's the misconception. I'll say that again. The misconception is that achieving some sort of end result is what produces the confidence in the first place. And that couldn't be further from the truth. In that misconception, <clears throat> it puts us in a real bind because you know, I'll say it this way. Those accomplishments are usually the result of confidence, not the provider of them. And if you are dependent on those external achievements, achievements for your confidence, then either one of two things is going to happen. One is that you can achieve some level of success in life. Like, let's be real. Sometimes insecurity drives crazy aggressive action and that aggressive action can lead to a result. But if, if, if all that result is coming from a place of insecurity, achieving the thing, you can, you can make the money, you can have the house, you can have the, the 8% body fat, but you'll still feel insecure as fuck. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's, it's not impossible to make a bunch of money and still, and, and do it while lacking confidence and still feel insecure even when you have all that money. See, the problem is, if you were never confident to begin with, you won't be able to enjoy the things that you've achieved through that were driven through insecurity, you'll feel like an imposter. 
and even more, you will feel immense pressure to keep those things, right? So if, if you're like just super insecure, super insecure and you get like fucking jacked and 8% body fat, then you build an entire identity around it and your entire identity is wrapped up in all this superficial bullshit and you feel this immense pressure to keep it. Cause you're like, Oh my God, what would happen if I, if I, uh, you know, started gaining back some of that body fat or if you make a bunch of money driven through insecurity, you wrap your whole identity up and being like, I'm the person who made this much money. And then you feel an immense pressure to keep making it <laughs> and you're not even able to really enjoy the fruits of it, right? It's not a fun game to play. So that's number, that's one of two things that's going to happen is like, Hey, like, look, you can achieve some level of success without confidence, but you're not going to be able to enjoy it. The other thing that could happen is if you lack confidence, you'll just never get started in the first place because you don't have the confidence to try, fail, learn, and grow, right? You don't have the balls to say, Hey, I'm going to step forward, even though I don't know what I'm doing. Um, because the, the, the fear of failure is just going to keep you from ever getting started. And so therefore you're going to lack the confidence to take any sort of risks, to create any sort of boundaries and to put forth any sort of investment in yourself because you're scared of failing. And you're scared of looking dumb. And if you never get started, you'll never get anywhere. And so then this doom loop of no confidence continues. And so here's the dilemma, you know, summed up insecurity can definitely drive achievement. There's no doubt about that, but achievement born from insecurity does not breed confidence. Action is required for confidence, but it's hard to take action when you're constantly doubting yourself. You know, if you're constantly feeling unworthy or you're feeling like an imposter, it's gonna be really hard to take action and ever get anything done. So how do we solve that? There's, there's, there's three, there's three steps that kind of lead to this virtuous cycle. So number one is you got to start identifying who you are, what you value and what success looks like for you, right? Who you are, what, you know, so what your identity is, what you value and what success looks like for you. Because you remember when we were talking about those people who achieved a bunch of shit while still feeling insecure, those people, the reason they were able to do that and the reason they still feel insecure as fuck, even though they have achieved a lot of things is that they were achieving based on, they were achieving success based on somebody else's view of success, or they were they were moving, they were moving through the world based on somebody else's set of values, whether they were accepted values from their parents or external, <clears throat> external values from whatever, uh, comparison. And so if, since they weren't their own values, since it wasn't success that they had specifically defined for themselves, it doesn't feel great because it's just somebody else's version of success, um, that was, you know, produced through somebody else's set of values. And so, if we really want to create confidence in our lives, the first thing we have to do is determine who the fuck we are inside. Like who, what is my identity? Who am I in this world? What am I here for? What do I value? Which is like how, like once I know who I am, you know, what I value is like the rules of engagement. And then what success looks like for, for you is like, what game am I even playing? <clears throat> and if you take the time, this is probably the hardest thing you'll ever do. But if you take the time to do this, it can lead to step two, which is seeking out misalignments. Because now that I'm clear on who I am, what I value, and what success looks like for me, I can now identify behaviors and patterns that are out of alignment. You know, and this is this is quintessential to people who are like, oh, yeah, I believe, um, you know, I believe I, I believe that like. I believe I'm self-sufficient, right? I believe I, I can only bet on myself, right? But then you ask them to invest in themselves, to take some time to work out, to hire a coach. And they're like, oh no, that's too much. <laughs> um, is it, that's, that's out of behavior with the espoused value. Like they, they espouse one thing, 
right? They espouse that I care about health. I care about personal growth. I care about all these things, but the behavior is out of alignment because all they're doing is fucking running themselves, you know, ragged. And so if you can identify the behaviors that are out of alignment, that's, that's step number two is just look for these misalignments that are like who I say I am. And then, oh man, I say, I'm, I say I'm this person, but over here I'm doing these things that doesn't really match up because what this gives you the chance to do is, is it gives you an opportunity to take actions, right? However small, and these actions are really what step three is, which is create opportunities to keep your word to yourself. So once you've found the misalignment, you create an action designed to fix the misalignment, no matter how small that action is, right? And so it could be as small as, dude, I say that I believe in, um, I say that I believe, I don't know, in work-life balance. Yet, if if something from work happens, um, you know, after working hours, I, I'm right there, I'm available on text messages, I answer text messages, I answer emails, I answer phone calls when I'm supposed to be present with my kids. And I said that I value my time with my kids, my uninterrupted time with my kids. Now you've found an alignment. And so what you can do is you can create an action plan, which is like, I'm going to, when I pull into my driveway at night and I come home from work, I leave my fucking phone in the car. And that may seem small, right? It's just a little boundary. All you're doing is creating a little boundary. But what, but what you could can do, what you can do then is just be over the top and keeping that commitment to yourself. Like I made that commitment and just be over the top and keeping that commitment to yourself and life will be good. You'll begin to create, you'll begin to believe yourself when you say you are who you say you are. It's the same where it's like, <clears throat> it's the same with health and fitness, right? Where it's like, well, how many people, how many people say like, oh yeah, of course my, my health is my wealth. Like if you don't have health, you don't have anything. Of course I need to take care of myself first and all the fucking stupid analogies like, oh, of course I've got to, you know, put my oxygen mask on first. Uh, you can't pour from an empty cup, but how many people are, are, are running on empty? You know what I mean? Because they've pushed their self-care so far down because they haven't created any boundaries or any structure in their life. So it's like, dude, if you say, if you're saying those things, if you're saying, I believe, that taking care of myself is important, but you haven't identified how you're going to take care of yourself or you haven't identified um, what are the most important things that you're going to prioritize and like implement them in your schedule, then you're full of shit and you're lying to yourself and you can sense that belief that that causes a lack of confidence. So create an action, dude, like, dude, I will go to the gym X amount of times per week or dude, it doesn't even have to be physical. I will, <laughs> I will take the time to have quiet journaling time to reflect and just organize my thoughts because that energizes me like whatever it is. But if you prioritize it, you be over the top in that commitment over the top and sticking to it. That's really important that you keep your word to yourself because what this does is it starts to create a mounting pile of evidence that you are who you say you are. Okay. It creates a, a pile of evidence that you are who you say you are and it has to start internal. This confidence, it has to start with the relationship you have with yourself. So the base of confidence is not only knowing who you are, right? So saying this is who I, who I am, this is what I believe, um, you know, and this is what success looks like to me. You can't just know it, but you have to believe yourself when you say that shit. So if I say all this stuff that sounds great, but my actions don't align with it, I don't believe myself. I don't trust myself. And that's ultimately what lack of confidence is. But if you can find these little misalignments and be super aggressive in taking action to fix them, you start building evidence. Oh, I am who I say I am. I start to believe myself. I start to trust myself. And that is, that is the basis with which confidence is built. And then once you have that, 
you're starting to create this upward spiral. You're starting to create this momentum because these behaviors now, because you believe yourself, you, because you believe who you say you are, you believe yourself when you say it, you have started creating, um, not only an internal world of alignment, but a bunch of, you know, micro behaviors that are downstream from that alignment. And now ultimately what you're going to do is create an external pile of proof that you are who you say you are. So if I say that I believe in fitness and investing in myself, I hire a coach and I, (laughs) and I get aggressive on keeping my word to myself about working out three days a week and downstream from that, you know, 30, 60, 90 days from now, I start looking like a new person. Like I'm, I'm fucking jacked. You know what I mean? I'm down on body fat. I have more energy. That's the external pile of proof that came from me believing in myself, right? And your ability to create success, the success specifically that you've defined for yourself continues to grow the more that alignment's created, right? And so if you look at it, it's sort of like this, this cycle, or I call it an upward spiral because it starts with that internal alignment. And then what that internal alignment does is creates actions. You know, you have behaviors that are behaviors that are in alignment with who you say you are. And then those behaviors create the outcome that you want. And because you've gotten out, you, you've gotten validated by the external world with that external outcome that creates more internal alignment, more belief in yourself. And the more, and the more you believe, you believe yourself when you tell yourself who you are, the bigger the actions you take, the more behavior is driven from that place of alignment. And then the bigger the outcomes get, and then the bigger the outcome is, then it creates more and more alignment and belief which creates bigger and bigger and more aggressive actions, which create bigger and bigger outcomes. So it's a spiral that keeps going up, but it all starts at the bottom. And a lot of people, you know, confidence has been defined many ways, you know, in the self-help world, in the psychology world. But dude, if if I had to boil it down to one thing, it's knowing who I am. You know, like taking the time to think through who I am, what I value, and what success means to me. But more importantly, it's about believing. I, you can't, dude, you cannot fucking lie to yourself. You can try. You can consciously lie to yourself and say, like, this is important to me. But your, your, your subconscious mind doesn't believe in your bullshit. If your behaviors are not in alignment with who you say you are, you will not believe in yourself. You, you will, you'll have this internal tug of war where your little unconscious mind is calling your conscious mind a fucking liar because it is. And if you can bring those two together, get them on the same page and create the internal alignment and say, hey, not only is this who I say I am, but here's the evidence, you know, to that, that backs it up. There's the behaviors that say, hey, this is in alignment with who I said I am. Now you have a base level of confidence that's really, really going to create some momentum in your life. So that's um, that's what I got for you on confidence. And I'll expound on this maybe next week. Um the reason I bring this up is because going into a new year, people are really, really wanting to get aggressive on goals. It, it, trust me, I've been in the fitness industry for over 10 years. It's how it is. People get super, super aggressive. They think they need to change everything all at once, whether it's fitness or it's their business or it's whatever it is. And the problem with adding all these external actions on top of a foundation of misalignment is that the wheels fall off very, very quickly. So what I'd encourage you to do before you go and add a bunch of shit to your plate, get clear on who you are. Get clear on what you value. Get clear on what success looks like for you. And then rather than adding 10 things to your plate at once, 
one step at a time, start building that belief in yourself. Start, start creating a mounting pile of evidence that my behaviors match who I say I'm going to be. And that's where the confidence is going to come from. And once you have that confidence, the external um, outcomes are a foregone conclusion. If you find this helpful, do me a solid. Just hit the little share button on your phone. Send it over to somebody who needs to hear it. Um, send it over to somebody who would be open to hearing it. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got podcast buddies where it's like, hey, you know, we're always keeping on the lookout, whether it's podcasts or audibles. If we find a good one, we share it. So do me a solid, share it. And then if you haven't already, jump on iTunes, leave a review. That helps tremendously, um, helps other people find the podcast, helps me kind of see what content you found valuable so I can continue to, continue to do more of it. Um, and yeah, that's all I got for you guys. So have an awesome day. Um, I'll catch you next week. Talk soon.